Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where we delve into the pivotal moments of the past. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're taking you back to the early 18th century to explore one of the most decisive battles in European history, the Battle of Poltava. Absolutely, Marco. Before we dive into the nitty-gritty of the battle, let's set the scene. It's the year 1709, Europe is a continent of shifting allegiances, power struggles, and expanding empires. Right you are. The Great Northern War is raging, pitting the Swedish Empire against a coalition led by Tsarist Russia. Sweden, under the young warrior King Charles XII, has been dominating, but Tsar Peter I of Russia is about to change the game. Let's delve into the planning and prelude of the Battle of Poltava. We're turning the clock back to the early 18th century. Europe is a complex tapestry of alliances, wars, and empire building. Exactly, Chuck. The Great Northern War, which began in 1700, was not just a conflict, it was a seismic shift in the European power balance. Sweden, under the charismatic Charles XII, was the dominant military force in Northern Europe. Charles XII, often called the Lion of the North, had stunned Europe with his victories against Denmark-Norway, Saxony-Poland, and Russia. His tactics and military genius were the talk of the continent. But on the other side was Tsar Peter I of Russia, a visionary leader determined to modernize his country and military. After suffering early defeats against the Swedes, Peter embarked on a comprehensive reform of the Russian army, learning from European tactics and introducing new technologies. And then comes the fateful year of 1709. Charles XII decides to invade Russia, a bold move considering Russia's vastness and the challenges of logistics and climate. Right. Charles' plan was ambitious. He intended to deliver a decisive blow to Peter's forces and force Russia out of the war. His army, though battle-hardened, faced immense challenges, the harsh winter, long supply lines, and the vast Russian terrain. Meanwhile, Peter was preparing for the Swedish invasion. He knew his army was still inferior in quality to the Swedish forces, so he focused on defensive strategies, fortification, and attrition tactics to weaken the Swedes. The Russian Tsar also played a diplomatic game, ensuring that Charles XII was isolated. He effectively cut off potential Swedish alliances and support, particularly from the Ottoman Empire, which had been a thorn in Russia's side. As 1709 dawned, the stage was set for a confrontation. The Swedish army, ravaged by the winter and logistical issues, moved towards the Ukrainian town of Poltava, where Peter's forces were ready to stand their ground. This was more than just a battle, it was a culmination of a decade of war, a clash of two visions for Northern Europe, and a test of military might and strategy. And with that stage set, the Battle of Poltava was about to unfold, a battle that would not only decide the fate of the Great Northern War but also mark a turning point in European history. Now, let's dive into the heart of the storm, the day of the Battle of Poltava, June 27, 1709. The sun rises over the Ukrainian steppes, and two armies are poised for a confrontation that would echo through history. The Swedish army, led by Charles XII, who was actually wounded in the foot just days before the battle, had about 24,000 men. They were battle-hardened but exhausted, and their numbers had dwindled due to the harsh conditions and skirmishes leading up to Poltava. On the other side, Tsar Peter I commanded a Russian force nearly twice the size of the Swedish army. 
around 45,000 troops, well-rested and bolstered by their defensive preparations, were ready to meet the Swedish assault. The battle began with the Swedish forces attempting to assault the fortified Russian positions. Charles XII, despite his injury, was determined to break through the Russian lines, targeting the redoubts, fortified defensive positions, that Peter had constructed. These redoubts played a crucial role. The Swedes, normally masters of aggressive, mobile warfare, were bogged down by these fortifications. The Russian artillery, strategically positioned within these redoubts, inflicted heavy casualties on the Swedish forces. But it wasn't just a story of tactics and numbers. The morale of the troops played a significant role. The Swedish soldiers, despite their exhaustion and the overwhelming odds, fought with a ferocity that spoke of their loyalty to Charles XII. Meanwhile, the Russian soldiers, inspired by Peter's leadership and the prospect of a defining victory, stood firm. They were fighting not just for survival, but for the assertion of Russia as a major European power. As the battle raged, the Russian infantry, in well-coordinated movements, began to outflank the Swedish forces. The Swedish cavalry, once the terror of Northern Europe, found themselves outmaneuvered and outgunned. Let's not forget the individual acts of heroism. Swedish officers like Carl Gustav Renskild led their men with extraordinary bravery, even in the face of imminent defeat. The turning point came when the Swedish attempt to storm the redoubts failed. The Russian counterattack, led by generals like Boris Sheremetev and Alexander Menshikov, was relentless. The Swedish formation began to crumble under the pressure. By the afternoon, it was clear that the battle was lost for Sweden. The Swedish army was in retreat, with many soldiers captured or killed. Charles XII, with a small contingent, managed to escape south towards the Ottoman Empire. The Battle of Poltava was over, but its impact was just beginning to unfold. A decisive Russian victory and a catastrophic Swedish defeat that would change the course of the Great Northern War and European history. The dust settles on the battlefield of Poltava, and the landscape of Europe is forever altered. Let's dive into the aftermath and the far-reaching impact of this monumental battle. The immediate aftermath was stark for the Swedish army. Their losses were catastrophic, around 6,900 killed and 2,760 captured, including many high-ranking officers. The once-invincible Swedish military machine was effectively crippled. For Tsar Peter I, this was more than a military victory, it was a symbol of Russia's emergence as a European powerhouse. The Russian casualties, although significant with about 1,345 killed and 3,290 wounded, were dwarfed by the strategic gains. In the broader context of the Great Northern War, Poltava marked the turning point. Sweden, which had been the dominant force in Northern Europe, saw its influence wane rapidly. Russia, on the other hand, seized the initiative and began to assert itself more aggressively on the European stage. Politically, the impact was immediate and profound. Charles XII's defeat shook the confidence of his allies and emboldened his enemies. Denmark, Norway and Saxony re-entered the war, sensing an opportunity to reclaim lost territories and settle old scores. And let's talk about Charles XII's escape to the Ottoman Empire. This was a significant moment. It showed the desperation of the once great leader, seeking refuge with a former adversary. His stay in the Ottoman Empire would last several years, during which the fortunes of Sweden continued to decline. Meanwhile, Peter capitalized on his victory by consolidating his gains and extending Russian influence over the Baltic Sea. 
this victory laid the groundwork for St. Petersburg, which Peter founded in 1703, to become the new Russian capital in 1712, symbolizing the shift of power from Sweden to Russia in the Baltic region. The cultural and psychological impact of Poltava cannot be overstated. For Russia, it was a validation of Peter's modernization efforts and a source of national pride that resonates even today. For Sweden and the rest of Europe, it signaled the rise of a new power in the East, reshaping diplomatic and military strategies. In the years that followed, the balance of power in Northern Europe shifted dramatically. The Swedish Empire, once the terror of Europe, entered a period of decline, while Russia began its ascent to become one of the continent's major players. The legacy of Poltava is seen in how it influenced the subsequent treaties and rearrangements in Europe. It also had a profound effect on military tactics, with nations recognizing the importance of artillery and fortifications, something that Peter the Great had utilized effectively. The Battle of Poltava, thus, was not just a clash of armies, it was a catalyst that changed the trajectory of nations and the history of Europe. As we reflect on this pivotal event, we see the intricate tapestry of history, where ambition, strategy, and fate converge to reshape our world. Now let's look into the heroes and tactics of the Battle of Poltava. This battle wasn't just about numbers and strategy, it was also about the individuals who left their mark on history. Let's start with the Swedish side. Despite the eventual defeat, several Swedish commanders and soldiers displayed remarkable bravery. Carl Gustav Rentskjöld, the deputy commander, stands out. He took charge in Charles XII's absence due to injury and led the Swedish forces with courage, even in the face of overwhelming odds. Absolutely Marco. And then there's Adam Ludwig Lundhaupt, commanding the Swedish infantry. He fought tenaciously, trying to breach the Russian redoubts. His leadership in that desperate situation was a testament to the famed Swedish military discipline and valor. On the Russian side, Tsar Peter I himself was not just a commander, but a hero in the eyes of his troops. His presence on the battlefield, leading and inspiring his men, was pivotal. It wasn't just about tactics for Peter, it was about symbolizing the Russian resolve. And we can't forget about Boris Shermatev and Alexander Menshikov, Peter's generals. Their leadership, especially in the execution of flanking maneuvers and the use of artillery, played a crucial role in the Russian victory. Speaking of tactics, this battle is a masterclass in military strategy. The Russian use of fortified redoubts showed a deep understanding of defensive warfare. These fortifications slowed down the Swedish advance and were crucial in the Russian victory. Exactly, Marco. And let's talk about artillery. The Russians used their artillery with devastating effect. Their strategic placement of cannons within the redoubts allowed them to inflict heavy casualties on the Swedish troops before they could even engage in close combat. The Swedish tactics, on the other hand, were hampered by several factors. Charles XII's injury was a significant blow. His aggressive, mobile warfare style that had brought previous successes was less effective against the well-prepared and fortified Russian positions. The battle also demonstrated the evolution of military tactics in the early 18th century. The use of combined arms, integrating infantry, cavalry, and artillery effectively, was something that Peter I had focused on in his military reforms, and it paid off at Poltava. Indeed Chuck. The Battle of Poltava also highlighted the importance of logistics and preparation. The Swedish army, weakened by a harsh winter and long supply lines, was not at its full strength. In contrast, 
the Russian army was well supplied and ready for the confrontation. In the end the heroes and tactics of Poltava teach us about the complexities of warfare. It wasn't just about the numbers, it was about leadership, strategy, and the resilience of troops under extreme conditions. A true turning point in military history, Poltava's legacy lives on in the lessons it offers about strategy, preparation, and the human element in warfare. As we wrap up, let's remember the lasting impact of Poltava. It reshaped the European power structure and set the stage for the centuries to come. To our listeners, thank you for tuning into the History AI podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, subscribe, and share. And don't forget, you can suggest topics for future episodes through our social media channels. We love hearing from you. Until next time, I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Keep diving into history. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now.